Hi everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast and this is episode 22. I'm talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in sports and pop culture. Today's guest is a professional fighter all the way from Canada. He has been living, training and fighting in Thailand for a good amount of time now. Uh, training and fighting out of Luxor Muay Thai. Um, so this episode, we will get a good description of the life at Luxor as well as all the crazy and wonderful antics that will happen in fighting and in Thailand. So welcome, Eric Rocha. Thank you, Jade, for having me. Yeah, thank you too. <laughs> so whereabouts in Canada are you from? Um, so I'm from Toronto, Canada, or a little outside Toronto, maybe 20-minute drive or so, but I use, use Toronto as like our main point where people will know for reference. And then you studied Muay Thai there? Yep, I started Muay Thai in Canada. And then um, I visited Thailand before, and then recently I decided to make a long-term stay in Thailand. Okay, so you, so you studied Muay Thai in Canada. You also studied fighting there. Yep, yeah. I started, uh, I think, recreationally while I was in school. Um, I was studying in university. Uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, I know this gym, and I went along with him. Yeah. Um, I started out for, I think most people kind of start out this way back home. Uh, just like recreationally, like this is fun. It beats uh, going tread- treadmill for however many hours and doing weights. Um, so I really like doing Muay Thai and I found it was, it was my thing. I kind of dabbled in some MMA when I first started, but um, I'd say Muay Thai is my true passion. Like I, I wanted to stick with that. So the the gym that you went to, it had MMA, Muay Thai, all different types? Yeah, I had uh, MMA, had like Jiu-Jitsu, uh, Muay Thai, boxing and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I've stuck really with, with Muay Thai now. You first stand up. What were you studying back then? Um, I actually studied uh, psychology. Oh, wow, no way. <laughs> yeah. well, you never told me that. I never told you. So That's so I, funny because I just studied studying psychology. So, yeah. yeah. So, I um, finished my bachelor's in psychology. And then I decided to specialize in human resources, which is like a postgrad program. Mm. Uh, it was a one-year fast-track program. Uh, with a co-op opportunity. So while I was in school, um, sandwiched in between my semester, I got to do uh, like a work term, which I really enjoyed. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, with my uh, degree as well, I have to do an internship during the degree, and then obviously I want to get some work experience in it as well. So you don't think to to pursue psychology or something with humans? Uh, So I think like... uh, Now you decide to just punch them instead. (laughs) (laughs) I made a big career change. (laughs) No, I, I, I did found, like, uh, the psychology background did help when I was doing human resources. Uh, it's very much a people interactions. And right. um, I'd say that was a big, a lot of people said, like, my people skills while I was working was a big piece uh, for me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, how old are you now, if you don't mind me so asking? So I'm 29 now. You're 29 yeah, now. Yeah. And so how old were you when you started fighting? I started, well, started fighting around... I want to say, because I started 20, like, training. But I don't think anyone kind of gets serious, like, right away. No. <laughs> hope not. <laughs> um, so I'd say around maybe 24 was, like, a good year. I, I was fighting, like, consistently. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Four years in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, how is the fight scene in Canada, yeah. in Toronto? So I'd say it's picked up picked up over the last few years mm-hmm. uh they've recently started like uh, muay thai ontario like our, our province um and they've started to do actual like tournaments to compete like in international events so like you have to qualify to be a part of the team that's amateur for amateur right. yeah um but professional within ontario 
doesn't exist right now at the moment. It has to do with like some legislation and things with the government, but they're really working towards getting that to be a thing. Um, I know in other provinces, so Calgary this year is starting a professional mm-hmm. event, um, but it's a lot slower. It's not like Thailand where it's like you can, if you really wanted, you could probably fight every other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little slower. So you, you might fight one month and then have some time off and then fight again. Um, at the time when I was back home, I was actually working and, and trying to fight at the same time. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. you, that, at that time you were working in human resources yeah. whilst you were fighting humans. It, was, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't easy. It was challenging. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then it made for interesting stories. Like if I had to go home and I had, or I went to work the next day and I had like a, a black yeah. eye and then I had to interview someone for a job, which, <gasps> which made for, so uh, I became really good at doing my makeup sometimes. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> but your girlfriend didn't help you with that. She did, she did. But she then, taught like, you. She taught me like some things and then I think I perfected it. Like I got really good at just And, like, and now you're, you're doing your girlfriend's makeup <laughs> for her. <laughs> I don't think she's as impressed when I do her makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Mm. Um, so what made you decide to come to Thailand and pursue mm. fighting here? Yeah. So I think it was a big change for me. Um before I made the decision, I think um, some big things sort of happened in terms of like life and fight stuff. Right. Um, I was doing well. I had a big fight um, back home on Lion Fight, which is like a big show in like North America. And they're, yeah. they're getting bigger now. Um, I won with a KO. So like it brought a lot of like publicity and people being like, oh, there's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and after that, I ended up fighting for like my first like professional title against a fighter from Turkey. This was out in... Um, Promotion called Warrior Cup. Was, that was in the in, where? in um, the states. In, in the Canada? states, he okay. he was from Turkey, but he was training in um, in New Jersey, I believe. Okay. Uh, he trained a lot of FA group out here, and we ended up fighting out there. And I ended up winning the bout, so I felt like I was like on top of the world. Um, and then I had a fight um, out in uh, London, England. Muay Thai Grand Prix. Muay Thai Grand Prix, yeah. And on that one, I actually got hit with a spinning elbow highlight reel. So, like, I'm all over the internet of me getting knocked out with, like, an elbow. It sucked. Yeah. And it put me in, like, a weird spot in life, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, like, down on myself because I was, like... You were, like, at the highest of the high and then you just dropped all the way low. Yeah. You know, and, like, um, it left for a lot... And I'm sure lots of fighters kind of go through something like this. Um, But it left me thinking a lot, like... I only live, you only get to live like one life or so. And um, I wanted like deep down, I was like, I want to be good. I know I could be better than this, than than doing work and Muay Thai. Yeah. So um, I decided I'm going to leave home (laughs) and I came out here. So I came to Thailand and I wanted to pursue Muay Thai permanently. So like, this is my thing right now. What was the reaction of your parents, yeah. your friends, everyone? I think for, so that was a hard, I'm very close to like my mom and dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, wasn't an easy conversation. Even my conversation with my work, like my colleagues, I really liked where I was working previously. <laughs> yeah. And it's predominantly like a, like a female industry, the company that I worked for. They worked with like uh, kids with disabilities, very caring, uh. nurturing ladies. Uh, so like it felt like I was having multiple breakup conversations with people <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, they got very emotional and when I told my parents um, my dad was like cool about it he's like 
yeah, you come back, you figure things out when you come back home. Uh, my my mom was a little more difficult uh, just because she's like, but you've been working so hard and you have things right. going here. But um, I think they really understood when I explained it to them. And they've actually, my parents have come to visit me while I've been out here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, when they were here, I also ended up having a fight. So, oh, which one was that? Yeah, it was when I fought at Lumpini Stadium. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> so it was like, they got to come and see that I'm not just like out here goofing around. <laughs> they know like I'm actually trying to fight. So, yeah. so it was cool that, that way. Oh, and then so your girlfriend came with you. Yeah. So, so my girlfriend, if uh, anyone's been to any event, if you've watched even on. Uh, <laughs> she's always, she's, she's always, always on TV, on TV yeah. in the corner cheering like crazy. It's yeah. so funny. She's like my number one fan, number, <laughs> number one support. Because like, you know, um, I think being in a relationship and being a, a fighter is not easy. Sometimes people it's don't not. understand, like, why are you going to the gym all the time? And it's like, I need to train. Yeah, yeah. And not just that, but, like, you run a strict routine. You're going to sleep, that mm-hmm. you eat, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she gets that. Oh, and really she's been good. supportive. And, like, I told her, like, this is what I wanted to do. Um, and she said, I'll come along. Like, oh. uh, So she came along. And, and, you know what? It's really good having, like, another person around, uh, like, some days are, are if I was if she wasn't around, I feel like I'd be very lonely. <laughs> I bet. No, no. It, yeah. Just being a fighter is a lonely thing, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're so focused on what you do and you kind of do sort of take yourself away from everyone and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it is a lonely thing, fighting. Yeah. But um, she started training with you at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. she ended up coming out, uh, doing some more tail here. And I, I told her, it's like, said it's a little different back home because uh, one, like, uh, it's always like the, what I love about training out here is like you're usually partnered up with a trainer and he kind of like watches over you and and um it's not the same back home just because there's not as many instructors you, yeah usually it's like you someone else holding pads and then like alternating or so um but she really enjoyed it um and then she's recently just got into yoga and running she really loves running now uh it's like been her big things but um she plans on coming back um, really soon to come do some more training. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Um, so how long have you been here now? So I'm going on 10 months. So I've been out here for 9, 10, and then I'm going to be heading home actually next month. Wow, 10 months is big. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, it's not it easy is. to stay in Thailand. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I know we had a conversation earlier where they have they said I was a tourist here too long. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, and the visa. Yeah, with my visa. But I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, like, I'm already thinking, like, I want to come back next year. <laughs> well, you're not thinking, oh, I can't wait to go home. Like, No, you know, um, I think when my parents were here, it kind of made me miss home. They had left. And now as I get closer, I can definitely say I'm ready to go back. Mm. But I'm also thinking about, like, potentially coming back next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're never going to go back to that job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so... How did you find out about Luktafa? So I had seen a few people that from Canada had been training over. So mm-hmm. like Stefan Opong, he had been training at Luktafa previously. Yeah. I also just like, I think a big thing in today's age is like social media. I had seen a few things online, saw some stuff I really liked. <laughs> um, when I came over to Thailand, I went over to Phuket for a little bit. Um, I was looking for just a little change. I know there's more opportunities here in Bangkok, just in terms of like, media and because in Phuket you fight in stadiums they keep you busy 
but not as much like uh, like video, photo, everything, like yes. building up a profile. So I really wanted to come over to Bangkok, and I came over. Um, and when I came to Laktopfa, like um, the first time I came, you guys were a little busy because you had the WMO tournament or oh, something. Oh, yeah. But um, it was just good. I felt I really felt welcome coming in. Sometimes you go into places and they just treat you like a, like another fighter. They're like, oh, here's a guy who we can get him a fight and he'll be gone and out of our hair. And I told them I wanted to stay long term and they were really serious about helping me find a, a place and staying for a while. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, like, why, why did you decide on Bangkok? But what you just said, that's so true. Like, if you fought in Phuket, you'd be fighting around those stadiums yeah. that are in Phuket whereas in Bangkok you got more exposure like you said like there are fights that are on TV and mm-hmm. whatnot but you fought in different places though not just Bangkok right you fought all over I fought it no I've just so far it's just been Bangkok and down in um in Phuket area oh yeah. I, I swear I thought you fought in like the, some random place no no, no. <laughs> someone else someone sorry else. <laughs> maybe he looked like me yeah I don't know okay so um Talk us through your journey a little bit more in terms of your fighting. So you, you I remember you saying you first got to Lutafar and you didn't mm-hmm. fight like I mean you fought quite soon after you arrived. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got there and I think within two weeks or so. Yeah. Um I was training, it was like on a Friday, and uh PJ was like, Hey, do you want to fight on Sunday on that super champs? Like, okay, sure. He's like, we go check weight tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then I stepped on a scale and he's like yeah, yeah, just go home, sleep, and then we check weight. You'll be fine. Okay. So uh, I, I waited at 66. It was what they, they wanted. And um, that was my first fight with Luktopfo, and I, I won on Super Champ then. Um, and I think it kind of got things going. Like, I was happy, like I was happy, I was in a happy place and just kept training. I think another factor, like, that was really good was around that time, uh, Panlep was getting ready for his fight. Oh, yeah, and yeah. We're around the same sort of weight. Mm-hmm. Ish, I'm a little heavier sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I like the Thai food. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, and it was really motiv- motivating to be. We both wake up every morning and get good training. Oh, that's everything. good. Yeah. yeah, it's always good when you have a training partner. Yeah, yeah that's why it's nice now, like, um, War and Toon. Like, they're both going to be fighting in MX, yeah. so that they can start training together now. They were both, and that, that was like, they were both training recently. Yeah. And I was like, yes, because I, I have a fight coming up soon, too. It felt good to be having having them train, and they both fought recently. So like this week they've been off, and I was like, it's not the same without them. But Jao really stepped it up this week. Uh, like he's been really pushing me, and like I really appreciate it because he has family in town right now, yeah. and he's been like on me for everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's really maybe, maybe he's scared to be around the family, so he's like, I need to work. So I'm sorry, but <laughs> I have work to do. There's one so day. Serious about um, it was the morning because the both Warren and Toon weren't were there. Um, he's like, okay, go sprint. And I'm like, who am I going to sprint against today? Like, no one's going to go sprinting. So he grabbed the, a, like a bicycle oh. and he came out there and he was biking against. I, I doubt oh, he was fun. trying, but it was good. Like, yeah. it was fun. Like, while we were out there sprinting. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So um, you fought on Super Champ. What, what other promotions have you fought on? Um, Super Champ. I did, uh, uh, it was a China event recently. Oh, yeah. Like, I was out here in Bangkok, which is interesting. And I guess because I have tattoos on my back, they yeah. had to wear a t-shirt when I fought. Or some people had, like, makeup done on. Really? Yeah, it, was, it was interesting because I don't even know how the makeup would stay on or so. Because, like, the, the recent law in China is that fighters, anyone, like Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, MMA, if they have tattoos, they have to cover it. 
that's it's against the law to show your tattoos if you're a fighter now. So yeah, a Chinese promotion came and you know held a fight in Thailand, but yet their fighters had to cover their tattoos. Yeah. How was it wearing a T-shirt during? I mean, it's a different feeling, I'm it's sure. Different. But I think like uh, the like you don't think about it mm. at the time. You just gotta do. <laughs> like if I'm thinking that. Uh, I have a t-shirt on and then <laughs> someone hits me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I forget that I'm wearing a t-shirt on at that point. <laughs> Probably many. <laughs> yeah. But the people who were wearing makeup over their tattoos, they didn't rub off? I didn't really get to see, but it just looked weird just in the like back. Just like, like, like blotches like on different areas of their body to cover up. Wow. Yeah. I imagine that and like Naman Moy, which is the boxing liniment and Vaseline mm-hmm. all mixed together is not going to be helpful. Yeah. It's an interesting. It's an interesting event in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ruto didn't fight after no, all. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting part. I got partnered up with like an, an old teammate. Yeah, yeah. So we had this Thai guy called Naruto who used to be trained at Lutofa. And so, the, so Eric and Naruto used to train together. And then later down the road, he, he went to another gym. And then they matched them up together. And they didn't want to fight because like they've been training partners. So then they ch- ch- changed opponents so many times like last minute yeah at one point it was like eric you're not fighting now you're fighting but it was it's fun i feel like you've been through that so many times yeah. in thailand that's what happens so like yeah. fights like sometimes you fight sometimes you don't and then you may know like a day or two in advance and you have no idea who you're fighting and all these different crazy and wonderful things no i think it's a it's a part of being in thailand and keeps Something, you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though because, like, you know, like in the West, you have like one opponent that you know you're gonna fight, and then you focus so much energy on that person, like study them before the fight, like oh, I'm gonna kill this person, blah blah blah. But really, like, you should focus just on your own performance. Yeah, mostly. like your own ability. Or yeah. Something, right? yeah, yeah. So you fought um, so Super Champ, and then that Chinese one, and then you fought at Lumpini. Yeah, I fought and, Lumpini. Any others? Uh, the rest were down in Patong. Uh-huh. Um, I've had a few, I guess, like because. People are starting. I met a few promoters at events and stuff. They messaged me to say if I want to go over to Cambodia or so. Oh yeah. Um, we had someone come over to the gym recently, and he's like, "Canada, you want to go fight somewhere?" And he, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm going to go home in, in a few days." I know who you're talking about. When you just as soon as you said that, I was yeah. like, "I know who this person is." <laughs> I was like, "I'm just here training for my fight." <laughs> um, <laughs> And then now I have a fight coming up on uh, Max Max Muay Thai. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah on, this uh, Sunday. Uh, the 14th, so oh, two weeks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, just before you go home then? Before I go home. So 14th, then I have a few days to be normal and head home. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what are the biggest injuries you've had? Um, I've had like little things in terms of like like a foot injury or, or like my knee was a little sore. So mm-hmm. aside from that, I'd say like the biggest ones would just be cuts from elbows. Yeah, you came <laughs> yeah. here, you got, you've collected a nice collection. Yeah, I've collected a cuts. few. I know like... Uh, before I came over to Liktofa, I had a big fight in uh, Patong. And I, I still think, like, this is the craziest thing. Like, that one was one of my highlight fights. Like, it was a big deal. But, like, only people that were there got to see it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, no. um, and I actually lost on points. But, like, in terms of people that watched it, like, oh, my God, that guy has heart. Because, like, everyone said, watch out. He has He's a big elbow fighter. And then it became, like, an elbow war in, in the fight, wow. right? Um, he was a tie? He was a tie, yeah. Um, but, like, it's a, a fight that I, like, when I walked out of that fight, I was like, I survived that fight. I can fight anyone. Like, I'll fight whoever. Oh, <laughs> so, so it's cool. been a big thing for me. Uh, but cuts, I guess, do delay training because then you have to wait for, for things to get better mm, <laughs> and true. before you get another fight. How many cuts have you got? Um, since I've been here, I have had one on this side, 
one up here. Two, a big one on my three, three four. four. And then recently, five. This one was like a headbutt. I don't be. What about the one here? Underneath oh, your yes. eye? And then Six. under my eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> and the one on your head. Oh, so this one <laughs> on the top of my head was not even from fight. It was from training. Someone bit him. <laughs> Guy like bit me. <laughs> I was clinching and his tooth lodged into lodged like into he my pulled head. a piece of his skin off yeah. his head. Jade was there that day, like my I saw it, I was like yeah. Oh. And I had a fight coming up and I got so frustrated. I was like, no, I have the worst luck right now. Like who gets bit in the head? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like one week before your fight. Yeah. And then I still fought. Yeah, you still fought because yeah. it's just like right on the top. So yeah. it's like, it's not visible. I Everyone mean, said like, I mean, oh, yeah. grow your hair. Isn't Eric's fault? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cover it up. Um, okay. So um, you mostly fought in Bangkok. But the ones in Phuket, they were before you came to Lutzefer, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the, um, most of the, so three of the... Four of them were Thai and one was a foreigner, um, but they were. Oh all, wow! Yeah. In this ten month you've been here, you raked up a lot of fights. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Like they're very um, the gym I was at was very fight fighter oriented, mm -hmm. and they run a show every Saturday. Oh, Sing Patong. Sing, uh, yeah, Sing Patong. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, as soon as you say that, I'm like, okay, I know what gym yeah, that so, is. No, That's a good he, gym. He's a good gym. He runs a show every Saturday at Patong Stadium. So if you want to fight, you just tell him. And they put you in like the program and get you ready to get ready. Oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, talk us through some training. Like, what's the day in the life like? Yeah. So right now, I feel like they're trying to kill me. <laughs> 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 whenever, whenever you have a fight coming up, I think there's like that extra push. Um, so usually morning is a, a longer run. Um, some days we do like more of like a maybe shorter, but a lot, a lot faster run. Uh, that was definitely this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I alternate in the mornings, like usually two, three times a week with some sprints. So whether it be just regular sprint or sprinting with like, the tire behind me, which is like death because my legs feel like rubber afterwards. Um, and there's lots of like speed sort of drills happening in the morning and body weight type exercises. And then afternoon is a lot more like pad work, uh, bag and sparring or clinching. Um, I find that we're doing a lot more like a uh, body weight to get keep up with strength and a lot more speed drills right now. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, because I know like uh, people was always like, we need to be quicker, quicker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's been a lot of focus on speed right now. Oh, that's yeah. good. At least they know like the area that they mm -hmm. want you to improve in, and then they'll they're drilling yeah, that. Yeah, and I feel like as I ran, as we get up closer, they'll be like, you're one week away. So like this, the other day in the morning, Joe was like, no, fifty kicks, seventy. So he did his oh 70, and then I finish. He's like, okay, 40. And I was like, I guess it is getting closer to fight week because he's really pushing me. Wow. But you know what? I really appreciate it. I, I, I know it takes a lot of time for them to, to put effort into me for sure. Yeah, usually like the two weeks before a fight is like horrible. Like it's yeah. the hardest training. It just makes everything just not as fun as it usually yeah. is. You go home and you just like lie in bed <laughs> and you kind of wonder like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then you fight, and then win, lose, you're addicted anyway, so you go back to it. Yeah. So what makes so what makes you addicted to fighting? I think it's just like find the biggest. It's like a challenge for yourself, right? And then like balancing like your fight time with just everything else. I think obviously fight is like my priority when I have mm -hmm. something lined up. But um, I guess what motivates me is that. 
I want to be good at the sport. And I know as like a, a foreigner coming to Thailand for you to get, I don't know, any sort of notice or like recognition mm-hmm. is a big deal. So like I want to do well. And I think that's a big piece of why I'd want to come back. Right. Yeah. So that's like part of your, your overall goal and your yeah. motivation is like, you just want to be better every time, yeah. make yourself better every time. I think when I go back home, I kind of want to ride the wave of like, Oh, I've been training. I've been fighting. I've been on like these, these different shows, like hopefully continue to fight and things won't be as, as slow back home. I right. know it always depends on when promotions are happening, but I do know. Yeah. In the West is like, is quite slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I what I was going to say. Uh, so, oh yeah, tell us what it's like when you're in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. what is that feeling like? Yeah, I think you're, as I go to the ring, it's always like that. Yeah. Your heart beats a little faster. I think once I go, like, I always say over the rope and then like to my corner, that's when I calm down a little more because it's like, you're you're in it. There's no like, you can't change the course of what you're about to do. And I think once you, you start, you touch gloves, then it's like really just starting to, and we've talked about this more and more now at the gym, just really analyzing like what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like on some of those shows where maybe it's a, a three round fight is a little faster pace. Yeah, you gotta go, just go in go, there. Right? Um, but also noticing like what works, like depending on who you're fighting um, versus what doesn't work or so. Yeah, that's true. It's every fight is a learning experience yeah. for you to like see what you need to improve on next time. Win or lose, you know, you should yeah. still learn from it. I think that's the thing I like most about Thailand. It's like you always fight a di- like different types of opponents, but the result, uh, whether you win or lose, is really like growth from that fight. Like even the trainers will say like, like win, lose, no problem. Like as long as we keep getting better, like experience, you know, whereas back home, Everyone's a little more protective of like their record and yeah. remaining like loss free or like Which is like yeah, yeah hardly <laughs> realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've been watching a lot of fights as well, your fellow uh, your fellow teammates yeah, and teammates. fighters. Yeah. Uh tell us about your your teammates, all yeah. the guys that look so far. Yeah, so um I guess like I had mentioned before, Panlip, that that's like I feel like uh me and him are like both training partners and then like He's recently started holding pads a lot for me. Yeah, he's and good. I, he's His really boxing's good. really good. I didn't think, like, I was like, oh, he's really good. Like, he's a good fighter. And mm. then he started holding, like, boxing. And I was like, wow, he's really good. Like, it's not, like, just, like, a single punch. He really puts together combinations. But, like, as a fighter, like, he's great. And it's great to work with someone like him. Um, Toon, who uh, recently fought on MX. Yeah. Um, that was a last minute. Yeah, last effect. minute. Like, <laughs> I found out through like social media. I was like, oh my God, Toon's fighting tomorrow. Yeah, he got, <laughs> yeah, just a day before. At the at the weigh-in, there yeah. was one guy who, who just went in and was just too heavy. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, do you have this weight? I'm like, we called my fighter. He's not been training for a yeah. fight. And he had to ride his motorbike all the way down to the weigh-in and check it and weigh in that day and then fight the next day. Yeah. yeah. yeah but Toon is always like uh, athletic, I'd say. He is like, very athletic. athletic. And like even today, he's this morning. He's like, "Let's go, speed!" And I never seen a man run so fast. I remember one time we were running, and he's like, "I gotta go toilet, Eric." I was like, "Okay." I saw him outrun cars. Like he was going so fast. He like got to the gym. I was like, "Where did this guy go?" 
but he's super athletic. Like, this is yeah. crazy. Like yeah. he just spends all of his time just working out yeah. and doing like calisthenics and all these different like plyometrics and a like what do you call it? Like doing flips yeah. and all these crazy stuff. So yeah. <laughs> He's a special one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the one who's even more special is uh, War. Wow. He also fight. <laughs> War is our little uh, Burmese fighter. He fights on MX Extreme. He's called So Mi Yong. So Mi Ong. Yeah. yeah. And if you ever spend time with him, he never stops talking. Like <laughs> sometimes I don't even know what he's saying. And then he'll just be like rapping. And, <laughs> and I'll be like, War, I don't know. And he's like, you big fan. <laughs> to say that I'm his number one fan. And you know what? Like, I do like I love I love when watching him fight. He's very entertaining. He's very entertaining. And when he does have a fight, he trains really hard for it. Yeah. He is just he loves fighting. Mm -hmm. Like he just purely loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was saying like when he takes a break, like like maybe last year he had a long break because the, the promotions were changing, some things were changing, so he didn't fight for a good few months and. And then when we gave him fights, his spirit changed completely from like a little depressed kid to like this most happiest, like crazy normal yeah. him. I'd yeah, say he loves it. Been like fairly recently, he's been getting on those MX shows. He's, yeah, he's like a different person. He's so happy. Yeah, <laughs> even like when he's in the ring, he's smiling. Yeah, <laughs> I think people think he's crazy because he like with the M. I don't small, think like, so. I think I know so. Know. <laughs> He'll get hit with like the like it's a small glove, and it'll just be like. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really good. Oh, yeah, so there's a good uh, good little crew there at the gym. How about the trainers? Trainers, um, I'd say, like, each one of them is is very much on top of you, even if they're not, like, I guess, your number one guy who you're always working with. Like, um, for example, in the mornings, uh, Yasim shows up on his bike, and he'll, like, follow us. And, like, we might be going, like, 10K that day, and he'll just be behind us. Uh, the whole time you know like that's a big piece that like he doesn't need to do that for us but he comes along anyways it matters yeah it makes a difference i think um both uh kubu and kujiao in class have really been on top of people uh sort of running that especially the morning pro mm -hmm. programs um and then even recently i noticed uh uh peak owl will be like watching me while i'm clinching and sparring and he'll like start throwing out like little things for me to do and i really try to listen to it because i value like his experience and knowledge, right? So yeah, I just remember yesterday uh, we were clinching and I was clinching with White and White's like a, a little bigger in terms of the, some of the ties. Yeah, I think he's, a, he's, he's around 70 kilograms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he'd just be watching like, knee, knee, knee. <laughs> and it just like pumps you up while you're, while you're training, you know? Yeah, he's a little yeah, crazy one. They're things. all crazy actually. Yeah. When I think about it, they're all a little bit. Yeah. I think every every person has a little bit of crazy. I mean, if they're going to be fighters, then I think someone who wants to be a fighter it must have a little bit of crazy in yeah. them, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think it's also because the trainers, they see that you've been here long term and they see your dedication. Yeah. So that's why they're also willing to put in that extra effort. I mean, they do to everyone as well. But, like, that's why they're like, okay, now I'm going to, like, give him this tip on that, that little tip on this, you know, so. I think that's a big piece. I always say um, people might come to Thailand. Even I had come previously, you stay for like a month or so, but it's not the same when you stay long term. You build those relationships with trainers and and people within the gym. It becomes mm -hmm. more of like a family and they, you really try to build up things versus like when you're here for a month, it's very fast tracked. And I also feel like when you stay longer, you get to know, I guess, people better, areas better. Yes. Like being in this area, you 
I walk down the street and there's like people that would be like, oh, there's there's that uh, bald Falan guy walking down the street. <laughs> but you know what? I I really like that part. Like, yeah, um, they, they, yeah, they get happy when they see you. Yeah, they're like, they, they like know you. Yeah, I'll miss that piece when I like. <laughs> I have like things I'll miss when I leave. They'll town, probably miss sure. you too. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I have like this little family that is close to where I uh, stay, and the man always wants to know like when I'm fighting, and I show he doesn't speak much English, but. I just use my phone to sort of like show him like calendar dates. I know my numbers. <laughs> so, so I'm able to say that. Um, and then even some days he'll have, like he sells bananas and mangoes and everything. And in the morning he'll be like, just have this bananas. He's like, we'll make you strong. And, and it will like flex oh, at me. That's so yeah. nice. And they'll like ask me some days if I want to uh, like eat with their, eat with them. Aww. And I'll be like, well, I feel like it'd be really awkward because I wouldn't be able to speak much with them. Like, um, you can show them videos of your fights. I've done that. Posters. So I've sat down with them uh, before and I've had a meal and I'll just show them because they like watching some of the fights. So we'll, yeah. we'll watch some of them. Um, and they really like that piece. Oh, that's really yeah. cute. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's yeah. so cute. I was going to say, what's your best and worst moments whilst you've been in Thailand? Mm. Best moment. I, th- I would want to say my fight at Lumpini was very like a big highlight. Um, just because I got the the win that night. Uh, my family was there and just like the atmosphere, that's, yeah, you know, really like awesome. it's such a big change. Like when you go and fight there, it's also like a, it's a five rounder. It's not, I guess like a three round entertainment. Yeah, which fight. most of them are these yeah. days. Yeah. So it was kind of a switch up. I mean, I had fought. Um, previously five rounds mm-hmm. in Patong where all those were fives. But um, so this was okay. And like, it was good to have like family and, and a lot of people from the gym actually came out to support. We I think some, I remember that. Yeah, yeah there we were a lot. Guys like that came out. I think everyone had a few too many singers. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it more fun though. It everyone's a little bit fun. tipsy like, yeah. watching your fights Everyone was cheering. cheering. It was crazy. Like the atmosphere was like so fun. Uh, so I think that was a big highlight for me. Um, mm. Lows. Oh, I guess if you're like getting through any sort of injury or sickness, like uh, mm. when your like stomach isn't feeling too good, and oh yeah, you've you had that. Yeah, you've had the Thai. Yeah, <laughs> the Thai <laughs> bad stomach. Yeah, which yeah, most yeah. people get. Yeah, the you're like, ah, oh, am I gonna get up and go train today? And you decide not to, but then, like, you get up the next morning and you feel a little bit better. I think those are like the harder days, but I'd say that's like the I don't know the only low. And for other foreigners sometimes come to the gym, they also experience this. And I tell them, like, hey, I've been there. It's not fun. But um, I, I can't say anything other than that. Maybe injuries, but you work through them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, um, have you have the trainers ever made you drink that? Yeah, yeah the stuff after yeah, you pon, yeah. yeah, Thai is like... Um, how do I explain this? It's a, a drink that will make you drink the day after a fight or a couple of days after. And they, t- they say it's to cleanse your body and to, and to get rid of any like blood clots or anything like that yeah. to clean out your body called Redonpon. Um, but... <laughs> you have to run to the washroom. <laughs> it makes you need to go to the toilet yeah. straight away. Like just don't leave the yeah. toilet all day. Okay, just be, be a, make sure you're nearby a yeah. toilet because and- yeah. Like Ku Zhao, he like believes in it. He's like, you have to drink this after the fight. So yes, I have, I have tried it, and you have to run to the. How's toilet. it taste? It tastes horrible, but <laughs> I feel it's like you're having a shot, like a horrible shot. <laughs> so you just, no, it's bigger than it's a shot. It's bigger though. than a shot, but yeah. I just try to down it as fast as I can. 
I've had to drink it before too, and I think most people who've had experience fighting would have probably drank it as well, yeah. and they all can sympathize mm-hmm. <laughs> with it because it's not anything that's nice. And do you feel like it helps your body after? I don't know if it just if it helps your body or if you just think that it helps your like so so I don't know what the answer is like if it does or doesn't I <laughs> do it because I'm told to and I say yes I will do it <laughs> I give it a try <laughs> yeah okay yeah I, I'm not sure also I think um, it could be like a placebo effect yeah someone recently told me they started measuring placebo effects oh really as like a way to like if you're believing that something is helping you, even though it may not be helping you. It does. It is helping you in a way, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Odd, so Odd psychology facts. <laughs> I know, but we'll be shooting those out along the show. Um, so number of fights whilst you've been here and mm-hmm. your current record in total. Okay. So I've had nine fights while I've been out here in Thailand. Um, and then current record, I'd say... 21 and 8. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in terms of like, we have this weird thing back home uh, when we first start because there were like unsanctioned events. There'd be like some smoker events. Oh, okay. So it's just like in-house events. I do some of those as, as well um, previously. Uh, so that's on top of the 21 and 8. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so there's fight experience. Also like just uh, I've been in, I've been doing it for a while. So I... I always tell people, like, I may have not been fighting right away. Like, I did a little recreationally while I was in school. And you get into work, so you kind of get away back in front. For sure. But I think some of that experience has really helped um, shape things as fighters. There's, obviously, I'm still growing and still learning stuff. And I think that's the way it should be as a fighter. You shouldn't just be like, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. Even, like, the oldest fighters, they they should always still continue learning. Anything that you do, you're always continually learning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I don't know why I keep going blank today. <laughs> it's one of those days. It's just today. one of those days. Oh, so when you go fight at Max Muay Thai, that's going to be the, your 10th fight yeah. whilst you're out yeah. here in Thailand within 10 months. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Well, there's that one, like the recent one where I fought and like we had uh, the China event, which was like right back to back. Because at one point there was a little slow period mm. um, when I had I'd got my fight right when I came to Lakhtofo, and then there's some time where I didn't fight right away. Um, but I really tried to stay to, like, almost, like, one a month. Is, that was, like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, that was around March. Like, when I say it was around Songkran time. Oh, like, oh that's why, maybe, yeah. things yeah. kind of slowed down around then and mm-hmm. then picked up again. Again, I was getting, like, a little burnt out around that period because I was still, like, training, training. And I should have maybe relaxed a little more. Oh, you celebrated yeah. Songkran, yeah. though, Thai New well, Year. Which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, I had a good time. And, like, there's lots of people at the gym at the time. And, it was a, like, we all went out um, together, actually. Yeah. And it, was, it was lots of fun. The pickup truck, throwing yeah. water around. <laughs> yeah, with, like, ice. Sometimes I wanted to throw it on myself because it was so hot that day. Yeah, yeah. no, Songkran Thai is, yeah. is, like, Thai summer or Thai New yeah. Year. It's uh, where everyone throws the water all, all over each other. So, it's, yeah, it's a hot event. And... It's also a really, really fun, cool yeah. event. It's something that you should experience when you come to Thailand, I yeah. think. Yeah. Was that your first time experiencing it? Um, the previous time I had been to Thailand also okay. was around Songkran. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You made it, so you. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, 
You've also been on vacation whilst you've been here, like going around different places. I'm seeing that you've had a few friends visit. Yeah, whilst so you've been here. right now, like uh, my girlfriend, her two sisters, they're twins. <laughs> they're visiting right now. Oh. So um, we've done some travel when people come, whether it be within within Bangkok. Uh, we went up to Canterbury mm-hmm. with my parents. Uh, they had an elephant sanctuary there. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. been to one there as well. So it's cool to like, I say it's like uh, one of the highlights of, that I've done out here in Thailand, just being with the elephants and going in the water. I just had a good time and like they, they're just free to do whatever they want. So it's, it was a good time there. Um, I mean, within Phuket too, uh, we did, I think you have to be a tourist sometimes because if I lived the fight life every day, I'd probably go crazy. Yeah, no, it's too much. You can get too much for sure. And there's so many things even to do within Bangkok. Mm -hmm. Um, when I first came over to Bangkok, I was like, Oh, there's too much. Like, I don't know if I could handle it. And I like looked up was a little further. We're not right in the middle of no, Bangkok. Yeah. But it's also super easy to get downtown if I need to. Um, whether I go on BTS or like the SkyTrain, which are both close by. I've learned how to use some of the Santiaos. Oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> so I just like started experimenting. I'd be like, this one, we'll see where it goes. And then I end up at Paradise and Seekan Mall and I was like, okay. Cool, I know where I'm going and it's cheap. <laughs> uh, no, it's really cheap. It's yeah, the Song Tower. It's like yeah. a little uh, truck that you just kind of hop on the back of it and it's like, what, like 10 baht, is it? Yeah, it was like eight and it recently went up to nine or oh, so. Oh, God. But yeah, it, raising uh, the price. The raising the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but super cheap to get around. Yeah. I think like there's not many uh, like f- foreigners on, on, on them. So they're always like, who's this guy getting on here? <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the area that we're in is not that many foreign. It's no. not a tourist area, really. It's more like residential, but it's like it's growing. It's getting more popular. It is. The area, growing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So you went Phuket, Kanchanaburi, and then you went to a UTR with the gym as oh, well. You did yes. like a little trip. That was like so. That's another one of my like favorite highlights. Uh, uh, my girlfriend even came along with us. I mm. said like we're gonna go up there. We're gonna we like the gym did a show, uh, which was also cool just to do like the homeboy brand. Muay Thai out there um, and just like the culture and heritage and being told about some of the history there like I really enjoyed it um, it was definitely a highlight for me as well have you been learning Muay Brand at all um, I only had been doing like a little bit around that time and then I felt like they were really pushing for people at the gym to to be picking up and doing some of it yeah so I stuck around and I, I did some um, but I don't attend the classes that often um, more so because I'd focus on yeah your I focus train and then during that period, I'd rather like eat and sleep because right in the middle of the day <laughs> yeah. and then come back in the afternoon. Yeah, no, yeah, eating and sleeping is important yeah. too. <laughs> Just training all day and don't sleep at all. Don't I did eat. three sessions today and I don't know why I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so eating and um, Thai food. Yeah. Yeah, you're into Thai food. I lo- so like, I guess like everyone would g- generically say like Pad Thai street food. Um <laughs> But I mean, like, I love the curries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some soup that I always have in the morning. Like, I ha- and like, I still to this day don't know what the soup is. I just walk in and they know that's what I want. <laughs> and then they throw it together and I know how much I'm paying for the soup. Aww. But it's, it's spicy. How did you order it in the beginning, if you don't mm. know? I do a lot of pointing <laughs> 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 and numbers. I'll be like, no. Or if me and my girlfriend will be like, song. <laughs> And then it'll get it'll get me what I usually need. Same with if I go to um, like at Paradise, um, a lot of the um, 
places don't have English rating. Like mm-hmm. there'll be in Thai rating. Oh, in the food court downstairs, food court right? Yeah, downstairs. it's a good food court down there. Oh, awesome food court. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I'll usually do is if there is a photo, this is my uh, my strategy is to take a picture of the photo and then show them <laughs> <laughs> that picture of the photo and it gets me what I need. Right. Um, but it works out well. I mean, um, even for like on our street here, we have some of those like uh, like desserts, whether it be like the that fried pastry that you dip into the Oh, yeah. and yeah, and like the yeah the pandan custard. Yeah, yeah. like that stuff. I love little <laughs> jellies that come along. Like some of the places. So you're not eating <laughs> that nutritiously. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured as long as I'm training hard, it'll burn off. But that's also why I said sometimes I'm a little heavier than I want mm-hmm. to be. Thai desserts are really good. Actually. Yeah, they're I really do good. like them. Yeah. yeah, I may not know all the names of things, but I mean I've been getting by and experimenting with different things. Um, just taking photos taking photos or like a like coconut ice cream i love that again another dessert yeah <laughs> but um i mean the food i really like sometimes i miss things from back home so every once in a while I'll, like go and have like a pizza or something just because mm. like I of course once while. in a while yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> so the soup you don't know what the name is i was gonna say what's yeah. your favorite food but you can't even i can't even tell you what <laughs> the name of my favorite food would be i'm a, i really enjoy uh red curry right now oh, chicken okay. red curry. i was gonna ask you also uh, how do you stay motivated but earlier you said that you just want to get better and inc- mm-hmm. and that's that's your motivation just yeah. get better every time and i think like uh, well that piece getting better and better and just having other people and being around people that also have same I like same perspective. Like they also want to get better. They also want to be good fighters. Yeah. Um, and I think that really helps when you're at the gym and there's people that want to do the same mm-hmm. versus like um sometimes say like back home, it might not always be like that. It might be more so recreational. They're just coming in for fun. Whereas like I looked up uh we have our fighters and I find like we all kind of motivate each other, especially if the fight's coming up like, oh, Running afternoon, yes, and then like oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. We don't we don't really have that many foreign fighters. We no, don't. Just no. mostly Thai, really. Yeah, mostly Thai. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's cool. Then you you chilling with the locals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and also you can take that kind of training concept and whatever you learn here and take it back home and you know work, yeah. work with that. And when you you start working as well, so I'm a big guy on like a like a nerd with my journal and stuff. So I'll oh. kind of jot some things down, whether it be on my phone right away or when I get home and, and write things. It's no, it's really so, good. Yeah. It's good yeah. to always, even like things that you, you want to improve on as well. Like some, if someone tells you like, oh yeah, so then you just write that yeah. down. And like I didn't think it. of that way of doing things or so, so I'll just kind of. Yeah. And yeah. um, what's your advice for others looking at, looking to come out to Thailand mm. and fight yeah, and do so, something similar that you've been doing? Yeah. I will, well, I think a big piece for me that I always t- talk to people about is like, one, I kind of saved up some money before coming because I think some people come out here and think that fighting they're going to live just gonna... a fighting life, which I don't, it's like you can make money, but it's also more of a struggle. Whereas I'd rather have like a safety net, a cushion of, so that if something does go wrong or I need funds, I have, you know? Yeah. Um, and even like when I go back home, I want to work and, and gain, gain money again and everything, right? So I've had like a, sa- a savings before I came out. Um, I guess other things people like what's their goals like when I came here I had goals and I've worked towards some of those um, maybe if I haven't achieved everything like I'll still work from when I come back or mm-hmm. so um, but do you think you've accomplished most of the stuff that yeah, you a lot of things to? I've, I've checked off uh, 
and like little things might it might be just be like something small like work on like a certain technique or so or but you can always just you know approach any of your trainers and yeah. tell them okay i want to i really want to work on this and then they'll mm-hmm. help you so yeah I, and I love doing that piece. Like, just bal- like I think they think I'm like weird for doing. It. I'll just no. Be like, what if I do this? And they'll be like, "No, oh, try it like <laughs> like this way." And, and I think like recently, a lot of that has been happening. So that's really, I really good. Enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then you can share ideas and bounce off each other mm-hmm. as well. So like maybe you're thinking one way, like yeah, but you could. But then this may be a little bit better, or yeah, that's a really good yeah. idea. Yeah. I think uh, I was just gonna say me being around longer. I think they value value that more and just like that open lines of communication that mm-hmm. way whereas like some people may come we don't know what how long or how long they're gonna stay or yeah yeah like, and sometimes like, it's yeah. hard to know what someone's goals are when they mm-hmm. when they come for just a, a short time because it may change as well but they're, mm-hmm. they're like okay i want to do this and then they get into it and like maybe they want to change whatever they came with the intention of yeah. when they first got here so it's hard for the trainers to sort of read them in that way, yeah. especially with the language barrier as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I speak like uh, Thai English sometimes where yeah. I break down like my English and, and like you smaller and it gets, gets me by on a lot of things. I think just being around and doing gestures or so and like, we know each other better. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. You way. mean you, you bounce off each other's energies. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like war for one like, yeah he's a full of energy <laughs> he's full of energy you don't have to know what he's saying but you can just go along with it yeah. anyway you know? <laughs> yeah. um so i was gonna say yeah like i said earlier are you look you're looking forward to going home how about your girlfriend yep. she is as well we've talked about like um because we always have like weird combos of like uh the great part about having her around is like i just throw anything that's on my mind and she'll kind of like have like comments back or so so we talk about like What's it like going to be like going home? What kind of things are we going to eat when we go back oh, home? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of family things are going to... So actually, when I go back home, um, her and I are making a stop in a different province within Canada. And uh, my family, like my mom and dad, you know, my, my brother's busy with work or so, but he's going to be... They're, they're going to be visiting us and we're going to be doing like a little family trip or so. Oh, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah. And then when we get back to Canada, we're going to be doing some stuff with her parents as well. Um, and then... Oh, like we we always talk about like in terms of like coming back to Thailand. Um, I don't think we do as long as a stay because we miss some of our families and friends. Um, we just talk, we dabble with some of those sort of conversations. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to have around to keep me sane. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, what's your future goals? So, a big thing for me is I th- want to eventually. I know it's a big a big commitment but i want to do like a world title eventually fight for like a big world title i mean gaining that experience fighting as much as possible and seeing whatever happens yeah yeah i mean it's realistic it's definitely realistic you're going in the right direction for sure so yeah Yeah. i think think that was a big piece of like why i came out like i was like i know i could be better let's go and try this Mm -hmm. so for sure Oh, that's awesome. I really hope that you, you know, you, you, like you said, you want to work on those little extra areas where you can yeah. Yeah, go in there, go into the gym and just tell the trainers you want to do that so you can accomplish those. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that, and more steps towards your goal. Max Muay Thai next. Yeah, Max Muay Thai next. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Thank you, Eric, for joining me today. Thank you, Thank you for having me. Really nice. Uh, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Please hit the like and subscribe button and follow the Jay Marissa podcast. Kaukunka. Kaukunka.